0: Hello, everybody. Welcome. This is Junk Miles with Chip and Jeff, and this is, I guess you would call it our Record Store Day episode. No more numbers. We're not doing this episode whatever. Numbers mean nothing anymore. Nothing means nothing anymore. Everything means nothing anymore. We're happy to have you here with us tonight. We're happy to have a very special guest. Guys, if you go to any of... By the, by the way, I don't yeah.
1: mean to interrupt, but it's so nice that you are referring to me as a very special guest yeah. and like I, I feel like yeah. I'm a I feel like I'm a special person but that just made me feel even better. You Thanks. got it,
0: buddy. Thank you. you got it. We're taking care of each other during this yep. time. Yep. we have two special guests tonight. A, a, a oh, there's a different oh, oh
1: there's another uh, there's right. another right. I see what you're saying right
0: very special host Chip right. Chantry joined us tonight. okay. Uh, You may uh, recognize this handsome gentleman, the esteemed WPRB DJ. He's also the head honcho at Comedy Minus One Records, My Pal God Records, and I'm sure he's head honchoing at other places. He is a good friend of the show. He runs with us. He procures pizza with us. He is coming to us live from Ice Station, Solomon,
2: ladies and gentlemen, John Solomon. As Randy Macho Man Savage once said nothing means nothing you're right yes nothing means nothing thanks for having me back guys john we're excited hey, to us have you here. here
1: tonight you think, yeah
2: yeah it's got
0: first off john i think we have something special uh i don't know if everyone knows i know because i'm on top of things i care about my friends i care about such things as um i guess you would say oh wait something Oh, Ooh. yeah. You know what I'm talking about, John? Uh, we made you a cake. Mm-hmm. We may not have gotten the uh, idea right or your spelling right, well. but um, we're going to, it just, Chip sent it out to you in the mail today. Now, Chip. Yes. Did you do it, FedEx, like I asked you to, or did you do it? How did you send the cake?
1: Well, I wanted to uh, support our post post offices, so it may, it may take a few days to get there.
0: Did you wrap it correctly, like I said?
1: <laughs> I... I put it in a, uh, a cardboard box with some wrapping paper wrapped around it. It's not the sturdiest thing in the world. I'm going to okay. be completely honest.
0: John, we hope you enjoy it. Happy pre-birthday. I believe tomorrow's your birthday. Yeah. It's birthday Eve. Oh my oh, goodness. Wow. Or That's as that- the,
3: birthday the, Eve. the
2: Jewish people might say, it's Erev
0: birthday. Ooh, Erev birthday, yeah. birthday Eve. And uh, what better way to spend oh, it with two or, knuckleheads?
1: Or, or, as, or as John F. Kennedy would say, Erev birthday. <laughs>
0: Spot on. Spot on. Spot on, Chip.
1: The 35th president.
0: Mm-hmm. John, yesterday I did a happy hour show and I told a couple of John Solomon stories. Really? I'm on. so yeah.
2: sorry I missed. I, I had it. I was watching it, but not with the sound on. There was a lot going on, but I was, yeah. so I was aware of it. But yeah, check it out when you
0: have some free time. Maybe we gather the family around on your birthday, you know, mom and dad and everybody just sit there and watch it. It's fantastic.
1: And I, I don't want to get uh, too overly emotional, or to, and I didn't pass this with you, Jeff. But I feel like uh, I would assume John is our most frequent guest mm-hmm. of the show. Uh, he's, he's been on a number of times, and he just feels like a part of the family. Uh, I would I would call I was go as far as saying he's the third Beatle.
0: Whoa, yeah, that would make you and I Beatles. Well,
1: let's, mm. we're more Rolling Stones, but he's the third Beatle of this. What's what's happening here?
2: I may may have told this story before on this very show, but I remember once being at a party where a guy very vehemently insisted that Led Zeppelin was America's answer to the Rolling Stones.
1: (laughs) Which I think is an amazing, uh, that is an amazing uh, stance on his musical tastes and Mm -hmm. his educational background.
0: (laughs) I got a question for you, speaking of the Beatles. Do you guys know where the name Ringo, his nickname came from? I just read this. No idea. I was kind of amazed. When he first started drumming for like one of the bands before the Beatles, he was like in a kind of fancy lad band and he wore a lot of rings and I'm not making a joke and they called him like Rings Starkey and then it went to like Ringo Starkey and then just to Ringo Star.
1: Really? Yeah. I I had no idea. Is that fascinating? Yes.
0: Yeah. He, actually, there's one point where a couple of people are calling him ringworm Starkey.
1: Is that right? That's that, sounds that good.
0: didn't that they yeah. weren't his friends. There yeah. were other people yeah. that just weren't fans of his.
1: But of course, you know, Ringo Starr, of course, was the fourth Beatle.
0: So. He certainly was the fourth yeah. Beatle. Yeah. Guys, now, like I said, it's uh, it's Record Store Day in the sense that it's uh, this date is always been Record Store Day, but they put it off. It's now going to believe Record store day is going to be June uh some June twentieth two thousand.
2: If, if we're lucky June twentieth.
0: Right, if we're yeah. lucky, and John, I'm feeling good about it. I, I stay positive. Um, I think we're gonna we're gonna do well there, John. What is your record store of choice, John Solomon wants to run out, add to his collection of seven thousand pieces of vinyl. Where do you go, John?
2: Well, I'm, I've, i got a wall full of budget CDs from the Princeton Record Exchange behind me, so that's probably my my budget CD place of choice. Yep. On Record Store Day, I've I've kind of diversified depending on where I am and what's going on, because Record Store Day is is if it hasn't been on my birthday, it's usually right before or right after. So I got a little little money burning a hole in my Ooh. pocket. Um, but uh i actually like to go to the record exchange the morning after record store day because usually the one or two records i'm looking for aren't like the records that everybody else wants and so i'll just walk in on sunday morning buy the record i want and leave there
0: you go you got your Sun O live from 2006 two songs each song 46 minutes long right
2: what was i'm trying to actually know what the last thing that i think i went to the record exchange like on purpose Sunday morning after record store day to get was that, uh, super chunk, triple LP, like all the incidental music. Yep. And they had like five of them.
0: There you go. Chipper, what, uh, where do you go? You want to pick up a slab of vinyl?
1: I, I think my favorite re- record store right now is called long in the tooth. Uh, it's right next to helium comedy club. Nick, yep. who owns it, great guy. And, uh, always has a, always has a fun selection. So that's mm-hmm. my, uh, That's my, that's my go-to. And you can get vinyls there and you can also get some crazy used CDs and even some DVDs, which I'll I'll pull out something crazy every once in a while.
0: I go to uh, main street music in Manioc. Another great one. Yeah. Go to repo records. Still. I still like repo. Yep. Used to have one in Bryn Mawr and I believe the other ones still on South street. So uh, a lot of good stuff there.
1: Do you remember the one on the main line? And I just texted my brother, actually, he would know. And I'm, I don't know if it's still there it's been years it was two brothers who owned it i think it was in wayne for a while and then they moved to paoli does, does that and uh, as soon as i i hear it i'm gonna hear that was like sort of a seminal record store for me coming up like in my two early, brothers early, huh? early 20s yeah um it was good That was a good one that was
0: one of my favorites robinson brother records the gallagher brother records
1: the gallagher brother records that's that's what it was that's it gallagher yes fantastic
0: um, we're going to get into a very fun game. As, as people, if they're looking at our feed, our live Zoom, integrated with Facebook Live. Um, we have lots of CDs behind Chip, millions of CDs behind John, Vinyl. Me, I have my CDs stored in this back yellow room. So I took out a bunch of CDs. I did not look at them. I just grabbed handfuls. Arr! And I threw them in some bins over here. And basically what the game we're going to play is it's uh, select a CD. So we, I, I think John has a special assistant. I have two special assistants. Chip, if Stanley has learned to grab CDs or if he has some sort of, like, you know, prehensile appendages that he can grab he CDs does. with, maybe have him I can't do that. say
1: I can't say what appendage it is. Not on Facebook.
0: Hey, now!
2: He's just but gonna yeah. grab uh, the orange CDs. That's what it is. Yes,
1: that's exactly. <laughs> he's it. gonna eat them. He's, he's gonna, gonna crunch, crunch on those CDs. He's gonna crunch them. Oh, uh, by the way, speaking of dogs, and I, I, I do hate to, my brother just texted me back the video, the, the record store that I was thinking of with the two brothers was Shady Dog
2: Records. Whoa. Shady right. Dog Records. So give them John, a shout out. What, Apparently, they're still there.
0: John, what orange CDs would he uh, grab? Orange nine millimeter.
2: Oh, or uh, the John Spencer Blues Explosion record? Whoa, there you go. Orange. There's some,
0: how about Orange Rhyming Dictionary by Jets to Brazil? There you go. Mike Schwartz and post-jawbreaker group. I'm
2: trying to see if I have anything behind me that's a very orange-colored spine. Um, um, you, REM's Monster
1: is orange. orange. Yeah, that was yeah. a big one for me. That's not
0: a scary cover. That's not a scary monster. Monster? No, it's just no. sort of
1: a cat-dog kind of uh, It's kind
0: of a bullshit um, monster, if you ask me. Yeah, it's not, you Language. know.
2: I pulled oh, one that's dude. kind of orange. This is a...
0: It's a new one.
2: No, it's a collection of uh, British post punk from the late 70s and early 80s, but it was orange, so I grabbed it.
0: There you go. The Do you have an orange one?
2: The in the Mesthetics series.
0: There you go. Uh, this one's sort of orange.
1: The 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 spine is orange. Dig. It's, it's more white here. Dig, if you remember the song Believe by Dig. That was in the I believe that was in the buzz bin in uh MTV. And now it Jeff,
0: is. it's in the cutout bin of your local Walmart.
1: I, I think it is. And, uh, Oh, one more orange one here is at least. Yep. Yeah, okay. Uh, can somebody tell me without, hopefully I can see it. Uh, can somebody name the artist right now? Fear of pop. Ooh. Fear of pop.
0: John, it sounds similar to the intro don't song. To your tell me about radio the fear show. of pop. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, this is, uh, This is uh, Mr. Ben Folds, uh, one of his solo albums.
0: There you go. So basically, we're going to pick a CD. Hopefully, it'll be a good one. Hopefully, it won't be too embarrassing. It might be a little embarrassing. Who knows? We all have uh, different tastes. That's what makes the world a wonderful place. Mm -hmm. So, John, I would like you to go first. If you had a a lovely assistant, someone in your house, who could just grab a CD, any CD. Spin that wheel.
2: That didn't seem to work. Let me try that again. Okay. You want to come out of your fort? Uh-oh! Grab, grab a CD for me. Yeah, you can't see there's a, a room spanning fort to the side of me. Nice. So I'm, I'm really tucked away in the corner here.
0: Now I heard that was a, an assignment from her teacher, right?
2: Yes, that is a, this week's art project is to build a fort. Hi, Maggie. You want to say hi?
0: Now, Maggie, mm-hmm. if you would be so kind to help us, pick out any CD from the thousands behind you, and then you can read the title. And the band. And then John will tell us a little bit about the CD, how important it is to him, whether it's important or not, where he uh, got it, like what point in his life did he, uh, you know, uh, he
3: grab one at random listen
2: or to it. Ooh, she's to eye. Oh, she's going high. Oh, hi. No, you want to. Oh, All right, this, Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Not... This,
0: this could be a viral video. Girl gets trapped under wall of CDs with her dad, day four.
3: Here oh, we wow. go, John.
2: Um, I yeah so um like the first i used to do a local music podcast for philadelphia city paper and uh so like the top four or five rows of the cds are all like philadelphia and new jersey stuff so this is uh tough crew dj two toughs lost archives so this is all uh hip-hop stuff from uh philadelphia area from i think the early 1990s
0: that's pretty good.
2: Yeah. Do you want to no, grab-
0: it's, a, it's a it's various artists. Is that what you're saying?
2: Uh, I think it's yeah, tough crew with uh, folks like uh, MC Mechanism, Ice tough Dog, dog. I, Tough I, John. Yeah.
0: Tough Randy. It'd be cool if they were a tough crew and all their names started with tough. Yeah. Right. T U F F. Tough Jeff. Tough Kevin. Tough yeah. Randy. Tough.
1: Grab something a little lower down.
0: All right. We're gonna. All right, Chip. Yes. Now you might do this on your own. You just reach behind without looking and you grab something special from your suitcase.
1: Yeah. Here we go. Let's uh, not looking.
0: I hope it crashes
1: down. Comes crashing down. uh, And we're going to go, Oh, I I was literally going to make, not make fun of this up, but this is the album that I was thinking of that we were talking about. Like, well, what if it's an obvious album? I got one of the most obvious ones here. It is. Oh, you're dark side of the moon. I mean, classic. I've never heard of it. Can you describe it a little bit? Sure. They're basically uh, America's answer to the the who. And the it, band is? Uh, P- Pink uh, Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd. Um, great, great album. Uh, not my favorite Pink Floyd album. Favorite Pink Floyd album is probably Animals. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is a great one. I, I definitely got into this in college a lot as, I mean, who didn't? and uh, i didn't
0: I, did, I I, chip i wasn't into uh, marijuana like you are well,
1: okay well you know it's i, I don't want to use the m word but yes that's what we're talking about here uh a lot of this and it was a lot of uh evenings in my fraternity house if i if i can be as cliche as possible yeah. uh w- uh listening to this and watching uh wizard of Oz, singing you up really
0: did that boss. you sink. Oh. to
1: Many, many times, many times under various influences, and we, we We actually went. My my good friend Alex Dingley and I went one summer at I think it was Brynmar Stereo. Mm-hmm. I, remember the? And then I think it became a couple of the different things in uh, King of Prussia, right? Uh, right near the old Eric and King or King and Queen, uh, right? Right on two hundred two there. Um, one night they had Brynmar Stereo tuned all of their TVs to The Wizard of Oz and they put on dark side of the moon and sunk it up so you could sit and watch all the dozens and dozens of TVs and just a uh, bunch
0: TV of awesome. dirty college kids sitting yeah. in the middle there, it's all exactly stoned what out it of
1: It's Exactly what it was. And it was love glorious. it.
0: Yeah. What do you, so that's, that's a good CD for young chip, right? Brings back some good crazy, members. a
1: lot of great. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of, a uh, lot, a of, lot of great tunes on there. I mean, it's, it's one of those ones you obviously just listen
0: to. Not Again, just I'm out. not familiar. I might check it out. Yeah. Check it out after the show. All just, right. I'll get my two assistants. Uh, Una Lyons, Juliet Lyons. Pick from one of the bins. Pick something good. Do not embarrass your dad. Make sure it's something that shows that I have a great taste in music, great range. What do we got, to Oh, this isn't a bad one. Actually, it's a good one. This is, let's put it up to the camera. Can you guys see that?
1: American Music Club. Right. Okay. American, oh, nice. Mus- American Music Club, sure.
0: Yeah, American Music Club. This is Mercury. Uh, this is uh, Mark Eitzel, I believe, right? Yep. They have... They had like a string of four great albums in a row, I believe. They're all like one name albums. Um, This has my favorite uh, American Music Club song, Keep Me Around. It's number seven. It is just a lovely piece of music, a little more uplifting and rocking than most of American Music Club's jams. Um, I put together a best of 90s list on Spotify, and this led off the whole list of like 50 something songs. So, you know, it's pretty good. That's a pretty good one. Yeah, so I uh, this is the '90s. It was a good time for me. I was uh, I wanted to join a club, so I joined the American Music Club. It was like uh, five cents initially, and then they send you the American Music Club will send you thirteen of their CDs.
1: Oh, I didn't realize that's how it works. That's
0: that's exactly what American Music Club is, right? Okay. And then for the next twenty-two years of my life, they kept sending me a new CD and charging me thirty dollars.
2: Sure, sure. You remember where you, you remember you get where you got that one, Jeff?
0: Uh, I believe uh, this was definitely a repo records in Bryn Mawr. If it was the nineties, I lived pretty close to there and that's where I got it. And it's a great one. All right. Ice station, Solomon, what are we going for?
2: Oh, um, my assistant went away for a second, but I just want to check one thing and then I'll get them back out. I thought we might have, I was going to pull out that same CD, but we do not have that American music club. John CD.
0: are yours alph- alphabetical?
2: Yeah, so um, uh, let's see, as I said, the top like four or five shelves are local, uh, then alphabetical, and then compilations at the bottom with uh, wow, a couple, like I have all my, like there's this uh, series of Ethiopian music compilations that I have that I just, those are all together in like numerical order, and I think that's basically how it's organized. Uh, Chip, point, of, point of order, may I ask a question? Yeah, yeah. Am I yes, the, the gentleman of the mustache.
1: Yes. Uh, John <laughs> Solomon, I was, speaking of Ethiopian music, I want some suggestions from you if this is in the same genre. I was in Ardmore, Pennsylvania about, I'm going to call it five years ago. I saw one of those living room shows. you know how some of these singer-songwriters sure. do the living room shows? With uh, one of my favorite, probably t- top five artists, Mike Doty of soul-calfing fame and okay. uh, his illustrious uh, solo career. And somebody asked him, he did a little bit of a Q&A, and they said, what are you listening to right now? You know, they wanted the bands. And he just said, he, he, you could tell he wasn't in a great mood. And some of the people were a little annoying that were at that show. I didn't blame him at all. Uh, but he just looked at him and just said, Ethiopian jazz. And then yeah. went back into his in, into his songs. And, but we had to look it up. And I started listening to some Ethiopian jazz just on YouTube. And it was amazing. Uh, if you have any recs, I would certainly
2: except yeah, them so um like i was talking about these like these uh these Ethiopics compilations uh you really can't go wrong with them and okay. it's everything from music from the 60s up until relatively current recordings um i don't know a lot about ethiopian music except that i like every one of these collections in in mm. some different fashion or another and I think there are about 25 of them. And, and okay. usually you can find them pretty cheap and slowly, but surely. I'm, I'm, I mean, I, I have, I think I'm missing like three or four at this okay. point, but it's just, I have a little list on my phone. So anytime we're at a, a like a used CD store, I'll try and uh, plug one more gap in the collection. I remember a friend who works at a shop in Chicago was like, I think we just got them all in. What are you missing? And then I had like, you know, one through 22 in the mail. Oh, that's great. so you said there's like 25 of them uh so so, so
1: but john basically what you're saying is that they are the jock jams of ethiopia yes (laughs)
2: okay that's what i call ethiopian music volume 29 whoa hey now yeah
0: all right maggie let's pull one out for dad
2: it's your turn to pick
0: as they say in fast times ridgemont high get a good one
1: wait what is that from
0: wait wait. uh mr hound when he was uh taking Spicoli's pizza. pizza that's right and he called up Hamilton, Jennings, called him up to the front of the room. Yep. Get a good one.
3: It won't come out. All right. um, oh, please
0: don't let, don't let, no, Meg, be careful. Oh my God. This is going to end poorly. That might go to the secret passage behind if you pull that out.
1: <laughs> right. It spins around and it goes to his lair.
2: Right. Narnia. Um, I don't, I don't, do you guys ever do, do you do a lot of dream analysis ever? I do dream I, uh, theater analysis. Because I, I, I have a lot of recurring dreams that involve a secret room, like oh a house. Like, like you're saying, Like all of a sudden it would turn out there's a room behind the CD shelves that I've never known about in the 15 years I've lived here. Like, Can
0: I guess what's behind it? More CDs.
2: You might be yeah, right. Yeah, that's probably what it would be.
0: Here we uh, go, John. What do we got?
2: Oh, this is a good one. This is an anthology of a band from Ohio called The Human Switchboard.
0: Ooh. Uh,
2: they were um yeah this is also stuff between 1977 and 1984 the human switchboard album who's landing in my hangar i always thought was an intriguing one at wprb but i I, they have a bunch of material that i'd never heard previously and bar none put it all on a cd in 2011
0: fantastic
2: nice yeah what's what's the 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 hit on here Say No to Saturday's Girl is a good one. Refrigerator Door is a real sad song. Yeah, this is an excellent choice. Thanks, Maggie. I'll just take them all away and we're done.
0: All right, Chip, reach behind your big mustached head.
2: Hey, uh, Kim?
0: Kim?
1: Uh, Would Stanley be able to come and pick a a, a (laughs) CD? Uh, He's been requested. Would Stanley be able to come and pick a CD for me?
0: This would be great. This would uh, really tie into all the things we love, music, pets. Pets and music together. I think it's going to uh, happen right here. Here comes Stanley. He's going
1: to. Oh my serious. God! Hello, Hi, Stan. Stanley.
0: Hi, Stanley. Come see Stanley. Oh, he's with a little oh, help from on. executive can, can, producer Ken. Can, 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 can you
1: show uh, Una and Juliet uh, Stanley uh, right here? Say hello, Stanley. Hey, Stanley, look right here. Look right here. There we go. There he is. You're an orange cruncher. Here you go. And he, and he picked a CD for me. CD pick. Oh. What's oh.
3: his on. Okay, yeah, just yeah, ones, no, pull
1: yeah. it out, pull it out for me. Have Stanley pull it out for me. Or, all right, here we uh, go. By the way, John Solomon thought he was gonna p- pick an orange one and then crunch it. <laughs> yes, all right, here we go, um, buddy. I got this one is a band that I like, but one of those albums that I never really got into that much. Not that it's bad, I just didn't. Uh, but this is um, uh, Modest Mouse Everywhere and His Nasty Parlor Tricks. Whoa, Modest I don't Mouse. I know that one, no, I, I don't either. I remember I went, it's one of those ones where. You know, Money was burning a hole in my pocket when I was in my early 20s. I really got into, uh, what was their first one? Uh, Not The Moon in Antarctica, or uh, The Lonesome Crowd of West was my favorite one. And then I just sort of went out and bought more albums that I could digest at one time. And then, like, I got, I I think The Moon in Antarctica was the next one, Antarctic and the Moon. And I really got into that and then just never really entered into this one. But uh, Modest Mouse fan, did see them open for the national and modest mouse open for rem at the man music center in 2009 10 ish eight 2008 somewhere that would you guys like some modest mouse trivia yes
0: all right which uh maybe the greatest uh most innovative guitar player in england of the 80s joined the band for a while let me see that's chip chip chantry i'm sure john knows too john obviously you know all these answers sometimes yeah. i just like to ask sometimes
1: you. it's kind of nice to let you know let me you know
0: let you go what do you got right. chip
1: uh i'm gonna say it's uh, jonathan marr
0: johnny marr that's right fantastic
1: yeah, yeah. that could have been his cake earlier you showed me for all we know <laughs> it, it might have well let's let's just say uh two birds with one stone john
0: all right it's time for uh, lovely i think julia it's jeffrey's lines. turn julia pick a good get a good one get a good one Make sure it's something cool. Seriously, this could blow all my cred. Do not pick, no, don't pick that. No, not, oh God, no, not that one. All right, that one. I can tell which ones they are just by the sound of the case. All right, we don't have much time, Juliet. Here we go. It's a kitty on it. Oh, it is, it's for a kitty, but it's no pocky for a kitty. I think we mentioned earlier before this, John, I think you said something about Super Chunk. This this is up there in their top three albums, if you ask me. It starts off super strong with Skip Steps 1 and 3, which is a great opening track to any album. At one point, here's a fun fact about Super Chunk. It's only relevant to my lovely wife and I. In the 90s, I was so in the Super Chunk. I said, Kelly, do you think if I sent them an email, they would play our wedding? For the amount we were going to pay the wedding band that we had. And I was seriously considering it. But my fear of like being rejected or offending them, you know what I mean? Right. Uh, how was your uh, fiancé with that? So she loved him, too. She was like,
2: okay, too. yeah.
1: yeah. Right. She, so she did you
2: go. Did you see, so clearly, many of us have a lot of free time now. Yeah. And there's a guy who seems to suddenly have a considerable amount of time, who's been digitizing a lot of live performances from the early 1990s in Philadelphia. Yeah. And the, the super chunk at the Kyber in like 1992 is... Bunkers, an outstanding good time
1: i'll have to check that out. i just watched the pavement at the kyber and yep. yeah think, same 92.
2: same guy he just put up like a fugazi one and a scrawl one in the last couple of days it seems like every afternoon i'm i'm watching or listening to a new show while i'm while i'm doing my work
0: now did but, he work at the kyber was he a sound guy was he
2: i don't i don't think so i, I i've heard tangentially it's a former wkdu dj oh and just- I mean, I, it seems like eight years ago, he posted like individual songs from a bunch of sets. And now it's like, I'm just going to turn all these, you know, high eight tapes into YouTube videos or what have you.
0: So basically, if someone wanted to go on YouTube, you go YouTube uh, Kyber Pass, Pennsylvania shows from the 90s. And one of his videos will come up, correct?
2: Yeah, if, if not him, the, like between him and, and the guy that I think you sent me the link that had like Circus Lupus at J.C. Dobbs and stuff like that. Like, yeah, there's a lot of a lot of trips down memory lane to be had. Yeah, I found
0: eight solid J.C. Dobbs shows. Everyone from Seaweed to Peg Boy to, oh God, Rage Against the Machine. And then, then you know, at, at um, Dobbs, they had that horrible column that you speaking of my brother actually just joined the uh, the chat and my brother's band played the Kyber, the Kyber, but played Dobbs more than that. And I always remember DJ, like trying to, he was the front man. Of The band was dead Susan. I'm sure we all know them dead Susan from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Um, And I always remember him kind of like jockeying around the stage and trying not to get hidden. You'd always kind of put the one guy, the bass player behind that column. Like the guy who wasn't very animated on stage or maybe the least good looking member of your band. You mm-hmm. could just put him right behind that column when you play, right?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. You just yeah, yeah. hide the uh, you, you put the best merchandise out front.
0: <laughs> Chip, when you had your comedy troupe, yes. you and the five guys back in the 90s, I forget mm-hmm. what you were called. But would you put one of the, like, the least funny guy behind that column?
1: No, they they definitely did do that because they would usually put me behind that column. Oh. So that can't be the metric that they used no, for that. Right. I guess it was probably just luck of the draw.
0: Yeah, of course, of course. All right, who's up now? We got John Solomon. We need another CD. John All Solomon. Right,
2: grab a CD, please. You're up. Just give me a moment here. There's some important activity in the fort I have to pull her away from.
0: Uh, my brother chimes in the pork sandwich. Unreal at the Kyber. And he saw Tool at Dobbs in 92. Wow. That's pretty good. All right. Um, Mary Jones, skip steps one and three, got her husband into listening to WPRB. What do you think of that? Excellent. That's a great song to get into. Um, Dave, Dave Walk. Yes. All three of us still have CDs. You know, that's very old man.
1: That is an interesting point. Dave Walk, a good friend of mine. He, um, I I should say, I, I don't, and I'm not justifying anything because I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I don't use my CDs very often. These are more, Uh, uh, memorabilia from my lifetime so i do i i do put my albums into a little a little box that looks like this and i listen to them with my little earphones let's Uh,
0: come clean on our show last week maybe one of the funniest moments one of our guests asked you if you had a cd player and your response was pretty priceless what do what is your how would you listen to a cd at the chantry house literally
1: in my car or through my wife's uh alarm clock she has a cd (laughs) alarm clock those are the only two places we could play a cd
0: you're quite an audiophile i could picture you have a hard day you come home after a show it's two in the morning you sit in your leather recliner you you look you you just grab one of those cds off the shelf you're like ah yes mike Doty. you sit in your pour yourself a little tequila and then you pop open your clock radio yep and just like the band intended it to be you fire up some good music that's right what do we got maggie
2: well, I was going to say, as someone with a radio background, I think the reason I've held on to all my CDs is is I think of things very often just by looking at the spines. Mm-hmm. And so by having them visible, it'll it will suddenly jog something and make me remember, oh, I want to pull that and play that on Wednesday night.
1: Right. Absolutely. Uh, oh, Jeff's got a help her. Yep. So uh, let's Ooh. see. Here
2: we have a record from South Bend, Indiana's The Rutabaga.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, They're on a record label.
2: You brought them guys up before they were on that record label. Uh, This record is called These Naughty Lines. And I think when I met Josh from the Rutabaga at this thing in Chicago, I met him out a few years ago. um, He might have given me this CD. And this is, they're a duo now, but this is when it was, uh, I think, just him. And it's quite nice. I feel like you played a Christmas song by him this past year
1: that i really enjoyed it yeah they've that... done
2: they've done songs for a bunch of different marathons so many so that i think this past christmas i played all of the songs they've done for the show in like one set and, and i i, were, I think I oh look at that. that there's the rutabaga lp Yeah yeah
0: There we go. That's on a Comedy Minus One Records, Rutabaga CD. Look at that. There we
1: go. Wow,
2: matching. I have
1: to go out and get that. Uh, if, If one were to go out and get a Rutabaga CD record download, which one might you suggest?
2: I, I think the one Jeff held up, Unreliable Narrator, is quite good. The, the one before that, Brother, the Lights Don't Work, People Like Real Well, those are those are probably your, your picks to click right there. I okay. think I'm representative of the band currently. Yeah, okay. Chip,
0: I'm guessing the next CD you pull out will be something like a classic rock one. I just, I have a feeling.
1: Let's see. Please Let's
0: let the whole thing come tumbling down.
1: Oh, uh, it could, they could Local
0: end comic maimed by CD collection.
1: Uh, not going to call it classic rock, but it does go towards that time period. Uh, this is a, uh, this is a little one called, uh, I know we're, we're all sort of having a staycation right now, uh, but this one is called vacation. Whoa, that's nice by the go-go's
0: vacation who doesn't, by the Go-Go's. that is a great, that song, the video for vacation mm-hmm. is one of the greatest videos from that era.
1: Yeah. That's a. It's a, it's, it's a great album. It was one of the, um, of course, if we want to bring out fast times at Richmond high again, of course, that's, I believe what, how it starts out with, uh, we got the beat. Yeah. Um, fast times. um, and this was, this was one that I had a, uh, cousin and two cousins, a brother and sister who were 10 and 12 years older than I was. And when I was very young was when the go-go's were hitting their stride and they were big go-go's fans. So I would always listen. To them. Oh, there look, was, oh, look at this Got the LP right oh, there. God, I,
0: go-go's vacation oh oh oh, look triscuits triscuits it's it's not the go-go's but we're on it's my favorite snack to have when i'm on vacation it's like a vacation
2: for your mouth i don't think uh this is where i bought it but apparently someone paid six dollars and 77 cents for this copy of vacation at a Kmart. oh wow
0: very good do you know the movie vacation the whole soundtrack is that is that album
1: yeah it's just over and over looped again
0: it's amazing do you know that uh, actually? Can I
1: can I tell you a little piece of uh, information about that?
0: I'd love to. I'd love to hear
1: it. Now, the song "Holiday Road" on the Vacation soundtrack uh, was recorded by whom?
0: Lindsay Buckingham.
1: It was Lindsay Buckingham. Uh, that was the song that my wife and I walked down the aisle to. Uh, <laughs> I swear to God, on our uh, when, when we were married, they, they, my, my good friend John Ray, uh, who also happened to be the husband of the minister of Stacy, who who wed us, he was the Piano player at our wedding, and mm-hmm. he played a number of songs. He played in sort of a classical style. He played instrumentals. This is a prelude to our wedding. He played uh, Holiday Road. Right. He played Glad uh, Bag, Glad uh, Rags, and Handbags Rock and by, which was the Office theme song. Yep. Uh, uh, Pure Imagination from Willy Wonka. Nice. Yes. Uh, God Only Knows by the Beach Boys and REM's Stand. Those were the songs that he played. And then as we were recessing out he played a rousing version of
0: lindsey buckingham's holiday road love it john what was your wedding song
2: uh i'm glad you asked we were just talking about that earlier today uh let's see we walked down the aisle to slow down by the feelies um and uh we ran out of time for dancing because it was uh, we got married on super bowl sunday and we had a super bowl party afterwards so uh, I guess the other song that I associate closely with our wedding is doing some sort of jig to the Pittsburgh Steelers polka. <laughs> <laughs> now,
0: since it was like a Super Bowl themed wedding, like the main course were like wings, right, and nachos.
2: Well, we had like a like a nice lunch in the afternoon, and then fancy we, uh, wings
0: and nachos, right?
2: And we all, you know, went our separate ways for a little while and reconvened uh, to watch a Super Bowl all together.
0: Did you and your lovely wife, was your dance the icky shuffle? I wish. <laughs> if you had to, if do someone that. said, John, right now for $1,000, could you do the
2: icky shuffle, you think? Uh, 100%. And it was Chip? more, it was the Nicky shuffle, actually. <laughs> Chip, do you think you could do the icky shuffle?
0: I remember the part where
1: he held the ball and went three steps this way and then three steps that way. That's the part that I remember.
0: That's the yeah. first part. Then there's like 48 other very intricate moves. Mm-hmm. The extended play of the Icky Shuffle. All right. I need a CD, guys. Some of my lovely assistant. Oh, she already has one. She oh, her. good. Chosen by our dog, Star and Shelby. Uh, oh, this is a star. Star and Shelby. There's Shelby right there. There she Shelby is. Shelby licked it. Shelby okay. licked it. She's, she's By the way, both our dogs smell really bad lately. They've been rolling in a lot of nonsense. It's bath day tomorrow.
1: Well, at least you still what? have your sense of smell. What's that? At least you still
0: have your sense of smell. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, which is good. Right, this is a band called Bad Astronaut, and this is Can you hold it up just a little bit higher. Uh, oh yeah, there, there we you. go. Bad Astronaut, Honest Don's Records. If I recall correctly, it is John Snodgrass uh, from Armchair Martian and Joey Cape from Lagwagon put out an album together, I believe. it's definitely Joey Cape. I'm a big Lagwagon fan. Lagwagon, I consider them the second best punk hybrid metal. Like they started out playing punk, but then they throw in these insane like metal riffs kind of as a joke, but then they got really good at it. So their punk kind of was almost like metal in the true sense. And then the greatest punk metal hybrid, according to me, is Propagandhi. So this record is really good. Brings brings back a lot of memories, late 90s, maybe early 2000s um if you're into lag wagon, check out bad astronaut there we go
1: check it out by the way uh krista just said that she plans i'm assuming for her wedding they plan on using here comes your man by the pixies as Ooh. i'm assuming their wedding uh song which um, come on you can't go wrong with that one. No. Uh, by the hey. way i think uh today is doolittle's anniversary i believe That's the it.
0: album itself i
1: believe
2: it is
0: fantastic
2: i think right. i saw that somewhere
0: who's up Ch- john or chip
2: I think it's I think yeah. it's me. Is it I it think me? it's John. Hey Maggie, can you pick another one? All right, got to get her out of the fort. Give me a second, gentlemen. Here she comes. She's out. She's up, and she's picking. I don't know. You grab it. Let's see. Ah yes, uh, we have uh, the Jennifer Love Hewitt bare naked Stevie <laughs> single. Sure. Uh, for my birthday tomorrow, uh, one of our neighbors asked if there was anyone that I wanted to get a cameo of from for my birthday.
0: Oh, please.
2: And I, and I, I sent them back the link for Jennifer Love Hewitt's cameo, and they said it was a little pricey for their blood, but they, they sent the link to my wife, and they said, surely you love your husband. And she responded, I love my husband, but I do not Jennifer or Hewitt, my husband whoa
1: wow very good quote that's a that's, that's a hold right
0: it
2: there yeah that's a that's a that's, <laughs> that's a rim shot right, shot right there do you want to do you want to grab another one maybe can we get one yeah, more you can get
0: another one that's a good one. but what uh what album is that off of what period would you say that was a, that was love when uh, okay. this
2: is uh from 2002 yeah uh, does it say what album this would be on oh from the album bare naked on jive records coming okay. September 2002. Pick another
0: oh, one. That was that was a good one of hers. I, I I thought that was probably her best
2: song. It's no let's go bang, but what can you do? Whoa,
0: John knowing two yeah, J.
2: Pick Love a,
0: Hewitt records yeah, songs. All right. no, I up there.
2: no, no, no. Pick a, pick a CD. It's so much easier. There are
3: CDs up there.
2: Yeah, but those are the things that I'm listening to currently. I kind of like the fact that you're like randomly grabbing stuff. Deep diving. Just No, no. Just grab something real quick. First thing you see. Maggie's and, going
0: oh. rogue. Maggie wants to go rogue and it's not going to
2: no, just pull one out. All right.
0: Here we go. Oh, yeah, oh they're, no, they're, That's, this oh, is the they're... the magic door is gonna open. The hell All mouth right. will open.
2: Here we go. Uh, we have the eggs album, Exploder. <laughs> they were on Teen Beat in the, the mid nineties. I think this was their first record. And there's actually a song on here called Evanston. Because uh, they got super lost trying to find WNUR, which is the radio station I was at in college. And so they were just kind of getting loose, uh, warming up, and they wrote what would become that song. And, and since it was uh, written in Evanston and is sort of about getting lost on the way to find Evanston, it was uh, ended up on this record. And I always thought that was super nice.
0: The name of the band again is Egg? Eggs, Oh, eggs. eggs egg
2: would be a dumb name, but eggs is a.
1: Well, I I have uh, the egg uh, solo album. He went solo <laughs> when it was just just him.
2: And speaking of uh, Princeton Record Exchange budget CDs, this was a dollar ninety
0: nine. Whoa, nice. nice! That's a nice price. Nice. Chip, who's up? Me or you? I think you are. I think I am. Look at that! Look at that reach. That's uh Oh, please let it come down. Let sure. it come. all All right, here we go. Comic. Oh, you got to be kidding me. <laughs>
1: is it your own CD? Very close. <laughs> very close. This is it's a uh, comedy CD. It is not. It is okay. not. It is Philadelphia owns Easy Four. What? E A Z Y F O U R. The album is Come On Fantasy, uh, featuring uh, the drummer, uh, my little brother, Adam. Oh, my Chantry, God. Right there. So wow. Yeah, there's uh, a famed famed astronomer
0: Adam. Adam Chantry Fa- played famed drums. Famed astronomer
1: Adam, yeah, he had long hair and uh, one of those jackets right there, uh, and his Pumas. That was my brother's uh, my brother's album, which I should say, my first time ever performing on stage was upstairs at Fergie's, opening for Easy. The, four. Easy, the easy Four. Yes, yeah.
0: Do you recommend? At pretend Adam's not listening, okay? Do you right. recommend it? What do you think of the album?
1: I do. I, I recommend the album. However, they they after they put out this album, they wrote a whole bunch of new songs and some of their live CDs that are floating around out there are amazing, but then they never recorded that new stuff before they broke up. So uh, I like that stuff even more, but this is still uh, quite a listen. Here hey, we Jim, go. Yes.
2: Uh, you mentioned opening for this band. Do you yeah. have a lot of experience opening for bands? No, luckily I don't. I, I've learned that that's usually
1: a disaster. <laughs> uh, this was all friends and family who were there. It's a nice intimate little situation. Uh, so it was, it was a lot easier, but uh, there have been stories of, I, I'm, I'm sure I did it one or two other times, but what they usually want you to do is they want you to go up between the bands. Okay. And nobody, nobody wants that. Nobody wants to pay attention because you want to watch the opening band and then you want to go get a drink, talk to your friends, do whatever, not pay attention to anything on stage and then do that. But uh, so I've learned to say no, as much as I love music and much as I would love that interaction, uh, I I don't enjoy. Oh, although I will say one time, uh, there is a local band and why am I, you probably know them, uh, Brad, uh, Bradford. Um, what are they called right now? They're... La Bradford? Well, La Bradford. Uh, then uh, that's his... Uh, on, name. Probably on
0: one of John's record labels.
1: Myself and Doogie Horner open for them at um johnny brenda's one time and it was uh uh, oldermost are you familiar with the the local local philly band oldermost who are great i love those guys and uh they i opened for them once and that was a lot of fun because they kind of booked it as a comedy music show and the crowd was amazing but
2: other than that i I wouldn't recommend it
0: john would you consider opening up doing some of your uh your comedy before one of your bands
2: i i mean I, i i wouldn't say no to like maybe doing a prolonged introduction of a mm-hmm. band, but... Uh, You're known as a filthy comic, though, too. Yeah, I work super
1: blue. <laughs> Very blue. Very blue. John Solomon, yeah. Yeah. Um,
2: I mean, I've, I've seen... Like, I've gone to some of those Yellow Tango Hanukkah shows, and they've had comedian's get-up in between... And I saw Josh Gondelman and and Chris Gethard and they were both great, but also they're wonderful. Both of those
1: guys are great. Yeah.
2: People who were there knew that there was going to be a comedian as part of the evening. Mm -hmm. And so it wasn't like uh, a lot of those stories about, I mean, it's a much different scope or scale, but like, bands performing in vegas that have a comedian up before them and that that sounds like uh i always think about albert brooks's memoirs of an opening act opening for richie havens
0: <laughs> you know it's a great one if you ever go on youtube and just uh slip nuts opening for slipknot i watched f- that recently yeah it's great conan o'brien's three uh, comedy writers performing you know as the slip nuts and Chip, I don't know if you know, but basically all they do, they run on stage, someone throws out peanuts and they slide all over. Yes, oh, it's great. Yeah, and they become so popular that they open for Slipknot. And <laughs> you, boy, did the fans hate them. Oh, oh Is it, is
2: it Brian Stack and John Glazer? Are they two of them? So. I, I think so. Brian Stack,
0: John Glazer, and, oh God, I'm blanking on the other guy. It'll come to me. It'll definitely come to me. All right, hit me with one. Oh, what do we got. By,
1: by the way, one of my, fa- I have to say, one of my favorite opening acts that I ever saw I saw Faith No More, at, and I'm not a—I don't dislike Faith No More. I'm not a huge fan. I just went with some friends. I saw Faith No More at the Mann Music Center. I want to say about ten years ago, and a gentleman by the name of Neil Hamburger opened for Faith No More, and they hated him. <laughs> and, and Neil Hamburger is one of my favorite people in yeah. the world. If you—if you've never seen him, one of my favorite comics. And he—I wasn't expecting him to be there. He just—just just a gentleman in a tuxedo walked out on stage, and it was incredible.
0: Well, this is, this is, again, I have exquisite taste, and I guess the only CDs I have are exquisite taste ones. Here we go, Replacements. This is a, uh, I believe there's a compilation maybe, All for Nothing. Um, yeah, this is like one, side one, all for nothing, side two, nothing for all. And basically looking at it, it's like just all their greatest songs. So it's like a greatest hits. You so know-
2: great the uh, Una, can you grab me another one? Speaking think- of speaking of Jennifer Love Hewitt and yeah, get- the Jennifer Love Hewitt vehicle can't hardly wait. Yes, the version of "Can't Hardly Wait" on that CD is the no sac- or the no horn version. Ooh. and no, it's great. I think I like it. I think I like it more than the original. It doesn't have the like uh, the horns that come in at that one part i think it's i think it's the tim version and it's okay. the only place i'd ever heard it and it, it's fantastic no horns
0: they be the one of the shorter one they're like you know as short as possible get right to the hook no
2: horns Yeah, i think I'm it's a, a guitar instead of a horn yeah
0: here we go uh lawrence arms ghost stories lawrence arms one of my favorite bands uh chicago area punk band um three guys they're probably my most listened to band in the 2000s i love them very much this is one of their earlier albums i'd say if you start out with uh lawrence arms go to apathy and exhaustion and then go everything up from there every album after that is fantastic um yeah definitely big lawrence arms fan who's up chip or john uh is it john maggie i think you're up my brother had a question let me see here DJ, what was your question? I got a slide something about uh, pulled some nice vinyl. What are your favorite pieces of vinyl that you've collected over
2: the years? John, do you have some prized vinyl? Do you have? See, I I consider myself more someone who owns a bunch of records than someone who collects records. So I don't really have like, oh, I was able to get this first pressing of this thing. Like I, I really like, I mean, a part of it again is growing up near the princeton record exchange i really liked a good three dollar 99 cent record there you go oh so, uh, yeah I, I i mean i'm sure there are things in here that are are special to me and i know that's kind of a kind of a non-answer but uh no
0: it's allowed john that's a good answer yeah we'll
2: accept it oh maggie grabbed one of her cds uh we'll, we'll do this one real quick here's uh, a <laughs> electric lady by janelle Monet. oh there you go It's a real good record.
0: Everyone likes Janelle Monae. Yeah, I don't know anyone
2: who doesn't. Um, Awesome. That's a nice one. You went uh, went off script with that. Do you want to grab one of mine from the? Maggie have her own
0: wall of CDs in the Solomon house.
2: Maggie has like a stack of CDs in her bedroom. Okay, there you go. And three. And three above the CD player in the room that I'm in currently. Fantastic.
3: All right.
0: Maggie's doing this like it's like a game show. Like she's looking for like the silver ticket oh that's a good one
2: i think she got it because it's yellow what is it oh oh it's uh keep on moving by esg which i think nicole won donating to wfmu at some point during one of their uh fun drives esg is um who knows band oh, no I, no, uh, they're like a They were from the Bronx. They were, uh, it's like really very, very minimal funk. What does it stand for? Like emerald, sapphire, and gold. Love it. Um, And I think it's like, uh, gosh, I don't want to get this wrong being put on the spot, but uh, at least two of the members of ESG were teenagers, if not all three, or was it one of their parents and the two of them? But uh, yeah, like, um, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty wonderful, uh, like minimalist, Funk, and uh, I highly recommend it.
0: There we go, Chipper. What do we got? What do we got in the big shelf behind uh, you?
2: Let's see. Let's oh. go
0: This. There comes. I bet it's a ringer. I know it's a ringer.
1: Uh, it's. It's not. Um, it's. It's a good. One. It's a collection. It's like sort of a greatest hits. It's the. Um, it's the Bo Diddley uh, collection right here. Bo a little Diddley. Little Bo Diddley. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm pretty sure I, I. I don't remember exactly, but uh, Bo Diddley, I believe, passed away. Uh, he is no longer with us. Is that correct?
0: He could be. He could you know, not be. I, don't I, know. I
1: believe he passed away. Or like They were really celebrating his life, but I think he passed away when I was in Maine one year, and I was listening to, and I could be getting this wrong, but 99% sure it's Little Stevens Underground Garage. Is that it? Is on Sirius? On Sirius. Uh, yeah, but they play it on. Um, when we're up in Maine, we're in the Bar Harbor area, and there is a station. It's my favorite radio station in the world. Be, uh, besides- Uh, Yeah, WPRB, 103.3. Let's just say my favorite New England radio station in the world is um, WKIT, which is- The Kitten. The Kitten is a classic rock station owned by none other than Stephen King. Oh. Because it was his favorite classic rock station. And in the 90s, I think Clear Channel was going to try to buy it. And he was like, F this noise. We're not going corporate radio. He bought it himself and just said, keep doing what you're doing. And it's some of the most bizarre stuff. But at night, they'll do some of those syndicated shows. And I think it's Little Stevens Underground Garage. And he did, I'm pretty sure he did a Bo Diddley. Um, did a Bo Diddley. I got a
0: question. Yeah. yeah. Bo Diddley has a song called Bo Diddley, right? He does, yeah. Now, this, this is a good topic. Do you guys know any other bands that have a song that's the same title as their band or themselves? It's pretty weird, like, if you were... Let's say you were Chip Chantry. You came mm-hmm. out with a song. You're like, hey, Chip Chantry, chip Chantry, Chantry yeah. Chip. Chipping around, I'm Chip Chantry. Chantry. I'm a Chip, Chip, Chippy chip, clown. Chip, you know, something guy. fun? Yeah. I feel
2: like I started a, a thread about bands that had records that were self-titled that also had songs on them okay. that were the name of the band. I know one. I'm. I'm, fe- I'm fe- Isn't there like... Doesn't the Black Sabbath record, Black Sabbath, have a song called Black Sabbath on it? I want to say that was one of them.
0: Yeah, let's say that. Um, I, feel, before, I feel like Before a...
2: I forget, though, before we get too far away from little Steven, I was uh, shaken by the news that he apparently has a pandemic alter ego. Oh, no. Oh. Yeah, someone sent me this article today. He's He's doing some stuff under the name, and I wish this was a bit Trenton Quarantino. Oh, no. And, yeah, I don't know what that's about. But All right, can...
0: Dave, Dave Walk is saying Green Day by Green Day. There okay. we go. There's um, a there's...
2: Big big Country, right, by
1: Big Country?
0: The name of the album was I In don't... Big Country, right? Yeah, so,
1: yeah, I think if they, they switched That's that. close
0: enough. There was a band, Ice House. They had a song called Ice House, and mm-hmm. I believe the album was Ice House. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to see if there's any other, anybody else. Uh, Brian from Jersey, yeah. Sabbath, Bloody Sabbath. I guess that was the album close enough but um it takes a lot of like balls to just basically name a song after yourself after your band and just like if you have a cool name bo diddley is a cool name right right so you could pull it off if it was simply like you know hey john solomon this is the song john solomon right right but right. by the way bo bo diddley his name is bob diddley they just shortened it for uh, to make it just a little bit shorter
1: just to make it a little sleeker just a yeah.
0: little sleeker a little Something different.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Bob Diddlesworth was his full name.
1: Robert Diddlesworth. Robert,
0: Robert Diddlesworth. He was an accountant. Yeah. And then he just changed careers and they wanted yeah. to make a kind of cooler name. Who's up? Me? I think, think it's you? you, Jeffrey. Quick, can you do a quick one, Una? Just grab something, take your, your little pause, just grab something. In, oh, we grabbed an album. Oh, bought- oh, another ringer. I mean, come on. This is a perfect album. I mean, there's not a bad song on the album, no skips. Uh, i'm looking right now no skips and there's a hidden track right the very last track hidden track train in vain i'd say my here's a horrible want to hear something horrible una close your ears um in one of the songs that we all know death or glory there's a horrible lyric he who blanks blanks will later join the church i don't know if you know what i'm saying here but he who blanks um let's say nuns will
3: mm-hmm. later
0: join the church the biggest um one of the biggest things that happened in Belmar in the like eighties, someone spray painted that on the sidewalk right next to St. Rose Church. Wow.
2: In big someone, someone spray oh, painted that. no, no, not me, someone, not me, John. Yeah.
0: Oh, no, 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 no,
2: God, no. Known house painter perhaps <laughs> painted that on the side as if it was nothing. I, I couldn't throw
0: out a couple names of who we thought it was. There were a lot of clashes, a lot of punks in Belmar. There was a, a conduit between Belmar in New York City due to uh, a couple of punks in the area who had bands that they go back and forth. It wasn't one of those. I, I'm not going to say, you guys text me later. I, I could tell you who I think it was. But it took a long time for them to like, it's hard to get certain paint off a slate sidewalk. And that's a naughty lyric. Yeah. Again, I'm not, I, I was not in favor of it. I didn't laugh. I didn't snicker. I was aghast.
1: <gasps> I can see right now. You're, there was a lot of clor- pearls to be clutched that day.
0: Would you say that's the best Clash album? John, do you have a better Clash album than
2: London Calling? I think the first thing that came to mind is, I think one of the first Clash records I bought was the Bad Clash record. (laughs) Yes. What's the the last one? The last
0: Clash, yeah, where it wasn't. um, Mick Jones had left. It was uh, basically Joe Strummer. I think Paul Simonon was still in the band, but then it was like Three Hired Guns.
2: So yeah, I think I got the first clash record and then the last clash record. Yeah. No, maybe no, actually, I think one of my like Columbia Record and Tape Club tapes might have been Combat Rock. So I, I think I have the whole timeline out of order, but I don't know why that's the first record I thought of. I've never been able to wrap my head around that one. Do
0: you guys remember the first CD? Like Chip, did you do Columbia House Record and Tape? I always wanted to, but I
1: luckily oh. I I never got on that train. I remember my,
2: I my musical taste changed shortly after I joined that. So I went from signing up and like getting an Eddie Rabbit cassette <laughs> of one of my pen for a penny or Crystal Gale or what have you. And then I just could not find anything I wanted. And I think eventually, like however. Yeah, did many, you
0: did you stop loving rainy nights? Is that what you're saying?
2: You know, Jeff, I, I love a rainy night. Oh, okay. That's but, one to make sure. uh, I remember that I think my parents had to pay them like $40 or something to make it stop like two years later. <laughs> <laughs> Who's up, Chip? I think John is. John? Nope. Maggie, it's us again. Can you pick something that doesn't start with the letter E? Since We've gone to the letter E twice We've, now. we've done eggs and es- Eggs, ESG, human switchboard and tough crew so far.
0: While she's picking, but, I gotta mention when this yeah. show is over, no, chip. Not, no, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't know
2: about that.
3: everybody
0: check out, go to Helium Comedy that. Online and one of our favorite comedians, Todd Glass.
3: Is, presents, is, presents. Helium Presents. Helium
0: Presents. Heliumpresents.com. Philadelphia's own Todd Glass 830 show, only ten dollars, mm-hmm. which is a bargain. And what, what am I touching? As here? we all know, Todd Glass, one of the funniest guys out there. Uh, you never know what he's gonna, he's gonna say, never know what he's gonna do. You really don't. Fantastic. So once this is over. We're gonna wrap it up probably a little after eight. You okay. guys go and check out uh, Todd Glass. John, what do we got?
2: I don't know. What's it gonna be?
3: <laughs> Bless you, sweetie. We
2: so need something. Time's running out. It show's almost uh, over. Grab
0: a um, a CD next because all my albums are good. <laughs> oh. Right. It looks like another E. I bet you this is another E.
2: Um. Nope. It's a. It's an H. Uh, the Hypnotics. Ooh. Nice. They were on. Uh, they were like a pretty fuzzed out band who i think they had a a live record on sub pop that i really liked um they were very like stooges blue cheer kind of Mm -hmm. and this appears to be a cd single that i remember nothing about (laughs) absolutely nothing
1: if you had to pick between that and uh jlh which one would you go
2: uh, to listen to right, now, right I would, now i'd probably put on the hypnotics just because i'm curious to figure out what it sounded like but uh you know yeah there's nothing look this is a three song ep the jennifer love hewitt cd single just has a, like a radio edit and another another sure. song on it Sure, we could. Dance I could mix. I, I, while you're enjoying todd glass i could listen to both of those probably you really could you really could
0: uh, to, to answer my brother, uh, piece of vinyl I like. This is the actual vinyl I had as a kid of uh, one of my favorite albums. I have a little frame. This is Pete Townsend Empty Glass. Just throw it out there. Perfect album, by the way. Um, so there you go, DJ. This might have been your album. Now it's mine. So Too bad. Does, does that inc- upwards of $11? Right does now. that include the uh, classic, uh,
1: I'm going to say the wrong name, but uh, Let My Love Open the Door? That's it. Is that it. It's that's one of my
0: favorite songs. That is I'm a classic back,
1: pop. That is a cl- pop, cl- just a perfect pop song right
0: there. I thinking back, I was considering that as my wedding song, um, mm-hmm. but we went with "You Are the Everything" by R.E.M.
1: Which oh, awesome. that's a good one. That's a, a good, good one.
0: one. But let Milo open a door. That'd be a pretty good wedding song, especially at the wedding reception, if there was a door, mm-hmm. right? Right. You kind of planned and, it out, and then you hire.
1: P. townsend to actually literally open the door
0: how about just a very cut rate pete townsend impersonator that's yeah, i think same about thing. a foot shorter six of one half a dozen the other right just mm-hmm. have him kind of play and let's he's say he's you. Got, he's can, got a blown rotator cuff from, right, from uh, yeah. just windmill like you can only get halfway around it's like Whoa. right right and then you go to open the door and then he chimes in and goes no let my love open the door like yeah but- I might, singer.
1: I might go more of a Beach Boys theme. Play that song, but then get the lead singer and uh, let Mike Love open the door. Oh my God! Yeah, that's how I, I would was do just
2: it. telling Nicole about one of my favorite things I ever heard at a wedding. Was uh, father of the bride gets up to the microphone and says, "I don't know why I always do this in a voice. I promised my daughter I'd never sing at her wedding. This one's by Leonard Cohen." <laughs> <laughs> and then just broke out into song oh my god
1: uh, how what how was the quality of it
2: not great <laughs> <laughs> that's what i wanted to hear i'd be disappointed otherwise but i've never forgotten it nope no 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 my wedding yeah we actually, we actually made a point of not having a microphone i think <laughs> <even at laughs> one kilometer of the venue that's a it's a great idea at, way to at it.
0: my wedding uh i told our band i said listen my brother is a very good singer he's been in bands you know he's a trained singer. If he at any point wants to get up on stage, please let him. Um, he's going to sing. It'll do great. And I said, also, I have another friend um, who's here, Pat Roddy. He's also a singer if he wants to get up. So he knew that people were allowed to get up for some reason, like my idiot friends got wind of that. I remember I like walked out to check out something like, Hey, what's going on outside? I come back in. My one friend is drunk as all get out Joe Gill. And he's trying to sing Message in a Bottle with like the band doing a very half-hearted version. That's They're looking a, around yeah. like, is this his brother? He can't sing. And then, yeah. like, you know, people jumping up to sing backing vocals. So, uh, you know, beware. No that's Leonard well. Cohen, no uh sting, no message in a bottle. No, right? Not at all. Um, who's up? We'll each we do one more. How about right. chips up? Then, I think uh, I'm up. Uh, yep.
1: uh, here we go. Let's go with Oh, uh, you know what? I'm uh, I i, I I'm, I'm going to pick a different one because this pick is one of those ones that I did. This is uh, Granddaddy that I literally bought and I never really listened to. I'm not saying it's not good, but uh, I, I don't know. Yes, so I, I, don't, I don't have anything good, but I'll try, I'll try this one. Yeah. Jason
0: Little, I believe. Little okay. Little. Yeah, Granddaddy. Okay, here we
1: go. Uh, this is just the uh, the Kill Bill soundtrack. We'll go soundtracks mm. right here. Yeah. Uh, Kill Bill soundtrack. There was a couple of fun ones on here. I did watch both of these in the theater. Um, it was a lot of fun. I, a, I'm a I'm a big Tarantino soundtrack guy. Hold I, it. are you a fan it, of
0: Quentin Tarantino
1: or Trenton uh, Trent Quarantino? Actually,
0: Trenton Quarantino. Yeah, I'm more
1: of a Trenton Quarantino uh, guy right there. Uh, the um, Bang Bang was a lot of fun. The Nancy Sinatra Bang Bang, I thought it was I thought it was very good. And this was the one. Isn't there a band called the Five the Six Seven Eights? They had that. That was a fun. That was a fun little. Oh, they're great. Yeah,
3: yeah. They I were, spent,
2: they, uh, I've spent a lot of this time in self-quarantine finally watching movies I would never seen and I, I watched Jackie Brown for the first time. Oh, like that's a great one. Two <laughs> days into this whole thing and I enjoyed it but it's a, uh, I mean it, what it was it came out what 20 years ago and it feels like it came out a thousand years ago like yeah. it's it is it is not as timeless as I thought it might be like it's no. it's strangely dated in certain regards there you go john i think you have one more nope am i all right maggie yep. you want to grab our last cd of the evening no thanks again idea. for having me on guys this oh thanks for having fun. us cool.
3: good
1: day,
2: thanks for coming on for us all right grab uh, grab something from this shelf down here let's go this is a good one okay oh
0: grab yeah. something by comedy minus one records
2: Oh, this is oh,
0: John question question Krista oh. Bloggett, What was the Leonard Cohen song. I have no
2: idea.
3: That's an excellent.
2: That's an excellent question. And I bet there are people who were also at that wedding I could ask. Right, but I, I mean, I, what's a Leonard Cohen song you would sing to your daughter at their wedding. I hope I not. Alli- I hope not hallelujah, yeah, not not Hallelujah. I mean, no, no I, I'm I'm pretty sure it wasn't that. That's good. A little creepy. But yeah, I think I, I had to bite my lip pretty uh pretty raw while that was happening. Uh, so the last CD that Maggie has chosen tonight is a band called U.I. U.I. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were an instrumental trio. Actually, the guy Wilbo, the guy who does the radio show before mine, was in U.I as was Sasha Freer-Jones, the music oh, critic. Wow. Yeah. And uh, I remember the drummer's name was Clem. Is that right? Clem? I'm looking. Clem Burke. No, it was the, it was the other Clem. Clem Cladina Hopper. Uh, I, I saw them once at Antioch College in Yellow Springs, Ohio, in the Late 1990s, and I've never been to a college that felt like it was going out of business. Because <laughs> <laughs> they, they, it was so like the students were allowed to do whatever they wanted in the student center. So, like, windows were smashed and everything was spray painted. <laughs> and I, I opened a door to one room, and there was just a bathtub full <laughs> of broken glass and reel to reel tape. Uh, yeah, I do. But I was with a band on tour and they played with Ooey and the Warmers and the Warmers. Maybe the Monorchid at a going out of business college in Yellow Springs, Ohio. And we were told that we accidentally ate at the racist pizza place.
0: Oh my God. What was the college in New Jersey that went out of business that WFMU was? Was that um, your son?
2: Uppsala? Uppsala. Yeah, there we go. Yes. Qu- Clem Waldeman. There you go. The, the drummer on here.
3: Um,
2: and, uh, and this came out on Southern, and uh, I'm I'm sure it stands up pretty well. This band is great. Awesome, uh, John. I, I'm I'm afraid to ask this question, uh, but yes. honest opinion:
1: uh, How does racist pizza taste?
2: <laughs> I don't. I uh, wish I could remember the name of the. Pizza place. It was something like you know, Chappies or something. It was mm-hmm. it was fine. Yeah. It was the best pizza I've ever had in Yellow Springs, Ohio. Okay, oh, okay, like good to know. That's to know. a
0: high compliment there. Yeah. The last one Una picked out for me was um, "Let's Go Grunge." This is pretty scary. This is, I guess, the Screaming Trees. Okay. Now I don't think I ever listened to this CD. It might not even be mine. I don't know. I might have could be Kelly's. I don't know if Kelly seems like a stream, Screaming Trees fan. But um all the ba- all the guys who were lead singers of grunge bands aren't they all dead? Is is Mark is No, Mark the... Lanigan's
2: very much alive. Oh yeah,
0: he's Mark Lanigan's alive. Right? Yes. But all the other ones aren't. I believe. And I will
2: say that like I'll listen to just about any record that Mark Lanigan puts out. Yeah. Like I think I think he has just one of those great, great voice. voices that like he and uh Shoot. What's her name? Isabel Campbell did a couple records together and his voice is so weathered and, and yep. her voice is so not weathered that it's kind of like a Lee Hazelwood, Nancy Sinatra thing going on. Yeah, yes. I I have a real soft spot for, for everything that Mark Lanigan's involved in. What is that Mark- CD?
0: This is uh, Uncle Anesthesia. This was, I think, oh, sure. the follow-up to their 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 hit one. And wasn't the band? They're all huge dudes, like big kind of heavy set guys,
2: except oh, Lanigan, the, right? The two brothers in that band. It was Van and Gary Lee Connor. There you go, John. Nice and on drums, Mark
0: Pickerel. Oh. Yeah, so maybe I'll, I'll I'll revisit some screaming trees. Chip, can I borrow your uh, clock radio CD player?
1: Yes, I'll send it through the U.S. mail. Uh, you'll have it by, I'd say Wednesday.
0: That's, That's when my speak- arrive. Yes, yeah, speaking of mail, John, keep a keep a lookout for a very frosty uh, package from uh, Chip and Jeff. We both chipped in. Yes. Yeah. Um, again, sorry about and the Jeff misspelling of the name. We know you love fast motorcycles. Mm -hmm. Vroom, vroom. Um, I wanted to end it with, you know, every now and then you see something from like your youth or in your 20s that brings you like a lot of joy that you didn't know would bring you a lot of joy. I posted on Facebook, someone sent uh, the band Goldfinger doing um, Here in the Bedroom, and it was a quarantine version where the five guys were in different, their own uh, places. And I didn't look at it first and the second time, like, all right, someone else. And I looked at it literally halfway in. I was like, gleeful. I was so happy. I played it three times in a row. They did another song called Superman from like the same session. Love that. It brought me so much like unmitigated joy because I guess they are like, you know, around our age, they're still doing it. They seem healthy. You know, they didn't like turn into a bunch of like, you know, drugged out idiots it's a very solid ska punk tune, and it brought back such good memories. So if you haven't seen it, watch it. Just watch like the, the happiness and joy, all the people performing, and it's great. There's dogs in the video. That's, that's great. Yeah.
1: Uh, similarly, if I, if I can uh, uh, add something, uh, I watched a 45-minute uh, Zoom video of the Gallagher brothers from Oasis uh, screaming and cursing at each other. Uh, exactly. Just it really got vicious. If I, if really I get, really uh, vicious. Uh, so uh, I I, would, I, would oh, I think I'm talking there. Uh, no, yeah, I it, I, it I was, just
2: discovered that I can actually see the comments on this. Sorry about oh, that. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, yes, yes. You can see the comments on there. We had a lot of nice, a lot of good comments, by the way. I should say. Uh, thanks everybody for uh, for jumping in with this.
0: Yeah. yeah. So um, let's all again, you guys. If if you follow John, John's at. Uh, he he's got the uh the the best twitter handle you could have for a guy named john solomon at john solomon yep got a comedy minus one records if you enjoyed chip and i know you have um special guest chip chantry we call yes him. you go to chip chantry at chip chantry at chip chantry um me i No, you know don't follow me i, I would
1: uh, go to at used wigs though that other guy that that tweets from from that yeah maybe that that, that
0: handle um john any parting words um on the eve uh on your era birthday era. Oh.
2: Yeah, I do. Uh, if you're watching this live, it's what, Saturday night? Uh, tomorrow morning at 11 a.m., I will be taking out my recycling live on Instagram. Yep. I'll be there. I'll be and there. Uh, it's a special birthday edition, all new recycling, all new costumes. And uh, thanks to a listener's suggestion, there will be a question and answer period at the conclusion of my taking out the recycling.
1: I'm very excited about that, the birthday edition.
0: I love it. All right, everybody, we're gonna place out here. Thanks, John. Thanks, Chip.
2: Thanks,
1: fellas. Be everybody. well. Stay safe. Happy birthday, John. Happy Thanks, birthday, guys. John.